0: I promise to bring my experience and curiosity to each episode. Then together, we'll peel back the onion on this ever-changing discipline that is marketing. I'm so happy you're here. Let's dive in.
1: Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Marketing for Startups podcast. As always, I'm so excited that you're here with me because we're talking about something that is, it's super important, but something that a lot of us struggle with in our businesses, which is how do we stand out from the crowd? How do we actually communicate um, the uniqueness and of our business and really connect with those folks that are going to benefit the most from our products or services? And it may seem overwhelming because it feels like there's saturation across every vertical, right? Um, because there is. It's never been easier to start a business. And there are just millions of new businesses that are started every single year here in the U.S., And so today we're going to talk about 10 ways that I have used personally in my own business and with clients and cohort members that I work with inside the sales and marketing growth accelerator, strategies that we've used to make sure that we, they can really stand out, right? That people stop the scroll, that people pay attention to the ads, that people are excited to get on a sales call or a demo. They're excited to make that purchase um, we're going to talk about 10 strategies today, but before we get into that, you're here, you know that I talk all about marketing, all about sales, all about growth, right? Getting so passionate about getting female founders from that six, six figure mark to that seven figure mark. And there's a lot of different factors that play into increasing your revenue in that way. And strategy is so, so important for taking your business to the next level. And with that, I want to make sure that that you have grabbed my free guide on how to build a sales-focused marketing strategy. And you can grab that for free at uglyventures.com backslash strategy. So remember it's ugly with an I-U-G-L-I-V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S- backslash strategy. It's a totally free guide and it's going to help you um, just look holistically at the building blocks of your marketing strategy and make sure that it is working for you to bring more sales into your business. So without further ado, let's talk about 10 ways to stand out in a crowded marketplace. So anytime I'm advising mentoring or teaching or working with clients, all of the ways in which I share my marketing knowledge, a lot of the questions that founders have come back to this first point, which is as a founder, as a business owner, you need to know your audience better than they know themselves. The game of effective communication to your prospective clients is one that you will always play, okay? because you can always do better, you can always um, communicate more effectively, more efficiently, and what are you communicating, right? We are communicating their pain points and the solutions that our product or service brings to their lives through this communication. And in order to do that the best that we can, we need to understand our audience. We really need to focus, have a very narrow focus and be obsessed with knowing everything about that target client, right? that prospective customer. Because the more we know about our audience and our customers, the better we can sell. Really. And I think that as we start gaining a little bit of traction and chugging along in our business, we think that we that we know it, right? We think, okay, we get it. We 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 know how to connect with our audience. And maybe the work stops, but I'm here to tell you the work never stops because our prospective clients and customers, they're always changing themselves, right? As economic situations change, as political situations change, as new technologies come out, as new things happen in the world, their concerns, their pains, they may shift and change. So for this first point, I want you to remember always, always, always always to keep a beginner's mindset when it comes to your audience and understanding your audience. You are never done with this job. Be humbled by knowing that there's always more to learn about your customers and to understand them more deeply. And there's so many layers in which we can understand them, right? Because we can understand them before they buy and we can also understand them after they buy with us, how they've interacted with our products or services and how we can make it better. So gaining knowledge, of the audience that you're selling to and have sold to, this is a never-ending game that you can always uh, improve and becoming obsessed with knowing about your customers is really going to put you ahead of 99% of businesses because most businesses focus on telling everyone how great they are, right? But what we want to do is sort of shift our focus to making our audience the centerpiece of everything we do not our businesses, not ourselves. So that's the first, the first way that we can stand out in a crowded marketplace, really paying attention to our customers and our audience and knowing them better than they know themselves, it's how we can really raise the bar in our businesses and all of the marketing and sales that we do. The second point is related to the first one, which is paying more attention to your past users than your future ones. So as I said, in the process of understanding our customers, incredibly well better than they know themselves we can also gain tons of insights by interacting with our current customers or our past customers right because when we're building our businesses we're making this hypothesis that our product or solution is really going to add tons of value and change our customers lives right but it's not until we double down on getting that feedback from our past customers that we can really understand if our solution or product worked. Because in this process of standing out in a crowded marketplace, you want your product or service to be worlds above all of your competitors. And the way that you can do this is by really paying attention to your past customers, right? Getting all the feedback, the good, the bad, and the ugly, because it's through the ugly and the bad feedback that you can improve. And in that process of improvement, you actually are you know, being better, right? It's maybe painful to hear that um, unsavory feedback, but it is the painful process you must go through to having, like, to moving towards an exceptional product or service. And know that you're not gonna get it right at first. And it's a natural process, right? The first iteration of your product or service, right? Uh, Even the first couple iterations are not going to be maybe a home run, but you've got to just stick with it and keep iterating and improving. And the way that you do that effectively is by listening to your past customers, okay? Really paying attention to that product. Be more concerned with your customers and, and their results and delivering real value rather than your own ego or what you think you should do or what you think would be good, okay? Number three is take your brand too seriously. So there are some founders out there. There are some folks that they're kind of founders are kind of in two camps. There's like the creative, really brand driven founders that I've worked with. And then there's the more sort of like data and results driven founders, right. And care a little bit less about how tied together the brand is. But when you are really trying to get to the next level and stand out in a crowded marketplace, the more seriously you take your brand and the more you pay attention to all of the small details, the way in which you bring your brand to life will really differentiate your business above the competitors that you have. So um, this could look like really paying attention to all of the little details and the little copy moments on your website and the user experience, right? How are you infusing your brand's personality into the text on buttons or onto error pages? How are you infusing the brand's personality into the visuals and the copy of your social, of everything on your website in the way that your salespeople talk to to your prospects, right? Your landing pages. Really, you know, when you're ready to sort of, Really take your everything to the next level and really stand out. The more you can lean into your brand and be very strict about branding across all of your communication and across all of your omni-channel presence, you are going to um, be worlds above the rest of the competition. Because most people, they they do their branding, they have their logo or whatever, but they don't pay attention to the details. So by you paying attention to the details, you can really stand out. Number four is really um, an easy way that you can bring a uniqueness into your company, which is humanizing your business. Like really pulling the curtain back and showing your perspective clients, your customers, even your current customers, who are the faces behind your business. And this is a really great way to stand out because there's no one else like you as a founder and there's no other team that is equal to the team that you have, right? So the humans that run your business with you are part of the rich uniqueness that your business has. And so showcasing that and using it, right? As the about us on your website or through sharing behind the scenes and social posts is really going to be able to, bring that human element into your marketing and your sales, and also build that relationship with your audience because people like to buy from people. So, you know, just because we're having our brand tied together and we're paying a lot of attention to how we're showcasing the brand, it will help you even more by adding that human element, right? Adding that human element into your communication. The next number five is unlock your unique selling points and shout it from the So. What I always suggest that founders do, and do it more than once, so maybe once a year or whatever, take a look at your competitors, because competitors come and go. So maybe when you were building your business plan, you did a competitive competitive analysis. That's usually like best practices for building a business plan. And when you're starting your business, you wanna understand who your competitors are. But even if you've been running your business for a long time, it's very helpful to take a peek at your competitors understand their products or services, even maybe buying their products or services if you can, um, and really understanding what they do and how your business is different from them than theirs. Really spending the time to understand your unique selling points and how you differentiate yourself in the marketplace is incredibly valuable. And remember, that may change as new players come into the market, right? So being up to date with who your competitors are is really valuable. And testing it out, like testing out their products or services, which is very helpful, looking at their website, looking at their socials, seeing what they're doing, and then really internalizing the ways in which you are different. And that's going to help kind of bring this virtuous circle into making your brand stronger, right? And making your brand more unique is if you really are honing in on what your uniqueness is as compared to the other options in the marketplace, that's gonna really help you stand out. Okay, next, number six, treat everyone as if they were your mother. So again, customers, clients, they're not always easy, okay? But if you can make love to the idea that your customers and clients are as important as important as your own mother. What you're going to do is develop a culture of customer service that will be unparalleled as compared to all of the other players in the market. And so again, it's a question worth asking. How are you treating your current customers and your past customers and your prospective customers? Are you treating them as if they're the most important thing In your world because they are so i I, the the question begs the the this statement begs the question you know in what ways are you operationalizing treating your customers your audience as well as possible right even the ones that are unhappy even the ones that have negative feedback to give you you know when customers are happy and satisfied it's really easy to treat them well and when they're not it's not as easy but you still need a good strategy, because a great, great companies like Zappos, for example, um, Amazon, even right, never blink an eye at giving a refund or making sure that they make it right for you. And these, I mean, Amazon's not always great, but these companies have built a reputation around their customer service, and it's a point that like not a lot of business owners pay attention to, making sure that they're. Um, clients and customers have an outstanding experience, one that's so great that they will tell their friends, right? So a way that you can really stand out is is by um, crafting that experience. The next number seven is staying ahead of trends. So this is really interesting, and it does take a, a bit of work, right? And you can get your team members to help you do this, but really staying current especially with like the content you create, um, you know, the social content or the blog content, things like that, making sure that you are aware of what's going on in the, in the market is going to really help you stand out. It's really going to help people slow that scroll. So the trends are really important, especially if you're trying to grab people's attention because things that are, are trending, things that are current are things that are always going to um, grab people's attention more. So spending some time, like once a month, just to really understand what's going on in the world as it relates to your product or service, what's going on in the marketplace, what's going on with your um, with your competitors, for example, that's going to help really differentiate you because again, it's a, it's an example of something that not a lot of businesses do. Number eight, be transparent. So, a lot of times it's difficult for us to own up to our mistakes, and Especially in marketing, we have such a volume of content that we need to be producing all the time in order to sort of just keep our socials up to date and keep ourselves relevant. And so it is inevitable that we maybe will put out a post that doesn't land so great. Or on the back end, on the operations side, maybe we have something that happens on the operations side that's a mistake or something that makes our customers unhappy. Being upfront, being transparent, showing our flaws, not being afraid to show, again, the humanity of our business, right? Um, But using this tool of uh, transparency, it's going to help you stand out among your competitors in the marketplace, but also build that human connection. So this is another thing to consider when you're just, when you're, um, another thing to consider when you're considering, that a great sentence, but anyway, when you're considering how you communicate with your audience right? Bringing a level of transparency to everything that you do and staying true to your mission and your values. So again, sometimes some things may happen that go against your mission and values. Be upfront about that, right? We're not always going to execute perfectly every single thing that you do. So next number nine is discover your hedgehog concept. Okay. So this relates to Unlocking Your Unique Selling Points. But this goes a little bit deeper. So your hedgehog concept is, this comes from Jim Collins' book, Good to Great, which is a fabulous, fabulous book. But the hedgehog concept is kind of looking at your unique selling points, but more on a macro level, okay? So you can understand why your product or service is different, but now I want you to look at yourself as a founder and the business that you've created and you want to ask yourself a couple of questions. You want to ask yourself holistically, you know, my business, what can we be the greatest in the world at? Okay. This is part of, of um, what Jim Collins talks about in the book, the way that you can really get an edge above your competitors is really leaning in to what you're the best in the world at, because not, you know, sometimes we, um, We see an opportunity in the marketplace and we go head on into it, right? Without much consideration, if that's the right thing for our business, is it the right thing that for me to execute? Is it really where I add the most value? Not just where the opportunity is, but where I can add add the most value. Because as we grow our businesses to the next level and the next level, our aim is to be the best in the world at what we do right? Our product and the service is going to be the best choice, the best in the world. That's what we're always striving for. So first question to ask yourself in the Hedgehog concept is, am I doing, you know, the business that I can be the best in the world at? And if not, what do I have to change within my team or within myself to be the best in the world at delivering my product or service or in what my product or service does, right? To add value. The second um, question to ask yourself as a founder is, what are you deeply passionate about? Because as you continue on your business, as you grow in your business, you want to, you know, that sense of passion, purpose, your why, is really what's going to keep you going. And founders that have that strong passion and purpose, it permeates through every single thing that you do in your business. And that is really a huge differentiator, right? It's a huge differentiator. And the last question for the job concept is, what drives your economic engine? Because if you have this combination of, yes, my business can be the best of the world in this thing. Me as a founder have deep passion and deep why for my business. And also I've designed my economic engine, the structure of my business to actually, uh, you know, there's real profitability there. The structure in which I'm delivering my product or service is maximized. It's optimized, right? And when we're kind of hitting that next level of growth, we have all of these three things in play. We're going. It's going to open us up first to so much more opportunities, right? So it's it's this is more of a little bit of a of a, of a emotional pro- process to go through, but it is an important one, right? Because you, when you and as the founder have these three concepts. Um, strong in your business that again is going to permeate throughout the whole organization your whole business through your team and it's going to be it's going to your your audience is also going to feel that right so you always want to check in with yourself and make sure am i am i in this really is my heart in this why or why not and if it's not how can i get my heart into it right um do I have my economic engine set up for growth and scale so I can get my business to the next level, right? If that's what excites me, or do I have my economic engine set up that's really gonna support my lifestyle if that's what's going to to really drive me and really infuse infu- my why? And then the third is like, how can I really reach for excellence, right? Again, a lot of companies are just trying to make money, trying to trying to get by, trying to keep the lights on, right? But to really stand out, we need to get jump to that next level. We need to think bigger. How can I be the best in the world at what I do? Right. Whereas the competition becomes irrelevant. This is the way in which we need to be thinking. Right. And then number t- 10, I, I've written as wing it and don't wing it. Meaning. You know, having a, a clear plan and executing against a proven framework, like the one that you can grab in the free sales marketing, uh, sales-focused marketing strategy guide that I talked about at the top of the episode, you can grab it at uglyventures.com backslash strategy. Um, but having a clear strategy executed against a proven framework is so important to keeping your marketing and sales systemized, organized, your pipeline full, and that predict the predictability in your revenue. But you want to strike a balance between following that plan, following the, plan, the the framework, right? Sticking to your goals and leaving a little bit of room for creativity and serendipity. Now, I say this with a lot of hesitation because I do not like veering off course. But when you get to the next level in your business and you want to strive and reach for more, you need to leave a little bit of openness there for Good things to happen, Seren- like new partnerships that you never thought you could you could get, or you were even looking for that come into your world, or an amazing creative idea that you want to execute on. Um, leaving room and leaving um, some space in your teams in your team's schedule to do those things is really what's going to to be able to set you apart because a lot of other Teams and founders, you know, either they're just totally going on knee-jerk reactions and just trying to like uh, do things kind of hodgepodge last minute. They're focusing too much on the serendipity, right? But what we want is a is a balance of the winging it and the not winging it, right? The 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 planning and then leaving that five percent, ten percent for the unknown and being open to new possibilities and new opportunities. Um, you know, if you're paying attention to trends, for example, there may be some opportunities that come into your world that you never even dreamed of, or thought of. So you want to keep yourself open, always open to those possibilities. So these are my 10 ways that you can stand out in a crowded marketplace. Um, I'd love to hear from you. Which ones did you like? Have you employed any of these in your business? Are you focusing on any of these in your business? Um you can always reach out to me on DM. I spend most of my time on LinkedIn. I'd love to hear from you. And until next week, keep going, guys. You're doing great. <laughs> you're doing great. I know it's it's not easy, but remember, you don't have to go fast. You just have to keep going and stay focused. And you're going to reach any goal that you set for yourself. All right. I'll see you here, back here next week on Marketing for Startups Podcast. You did it. You
0: made it to the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking around with me and listening all the way to the end. I really appreciate you as an audience member, and I hope that you found this helpful. If you did like this episode, it would mean so, so much to me if you subscribed, if you rate and review this podcast, it helps other people know that this podcast has something worth saying. It also would be super awesome if you could take a screenshot and share on Instagram and tag me at Ugly Ventures, U-G-L-I Ventures, V-E-N you are, yes. I am always so appreciative to hear from you, and I hope to see you back here next week on the Marketing for Startups podcast.